Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. How are you all doing? How are you all living? I hope you're all doing well. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. I am sat down with New York-based singer-songwriter, visual artist Eddie Sears, who is also known, better known as Rocket Penguin. And Rocket Penguin have a brand new debut record out called Polar Opposites. And this conversation is fucking wicked. We had this chat around about two months ago, as you guys are hearing, if you listen to this on day of release. And I, generally speaking, don't like to to kind of have um, interviews like banked for that long because like they go a little bit like, I, in my head, they can be like, oh, it's like not relevant. But I listened back to this episode in preparation of doing this intro and obviously everything else. This was so much fun. I forgot how much this was fun interview to have and what a fucking legend Eddie is. We talk about music, we talk about life, we talk about penguins a lot. Um, it's just a really good fun chat so I really hope you enjoy it as I say massive props massive shout out to Eddie for coming on the show massive shout out to everyone over at Good As Gold for sorting this one out for us and um, yeah we just really hope you enjoy it if you want to help support the show you can by sharing our stuff on social media we are on Facebook and on Instagram at Podcast. we don't have Twitter or X or whatever that fucking bullshit is we don't have TikTok, but we do have those two social media, so go share us over there. And we're also on YouTube. You can watch this interview over on YouTube. I highly recommend you do. I'm not going to spoil uh, Eddie's background, but he's got a really cool virtual background, which you should definitely check out just for that alone, to be honest with you. And um, yeah, we hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, let's get on with the show. This is Rocket Penguin on the Nevermind Poly Podcast. Let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. And we, I was going to say, are we jetting off to? I mean, I'm not jetting anywhere, neither is my guest, but we're going over to New York, the lovely, lovely New York, going to the uh, Americas to talk to Eddie, or formerly, as he's probably better known, as Rocket Penguin. How are you doing, sir? How's things? Yeah, how are you doing, Matt? I'm all good here. Uh, very excited to be here, so thanks for having me. Thank, thank you, mate. Thank you. I was going to say it, it's been a it's been a moment to get things lined up with a lot of a lot of life things happening and whatnot. But um, we're here uh, today to talk about your debut record, uh, Polar Opposite, yes. which will be out as everyone listens to this podcast and whatnot. Uh, so we're having this uh, chat sort of the end of August for those people who are, who want to know the timeline of these things. But um, how are you feeling ahead of the record being released? Oh man, like it's such a special moment for me uh i've been uh you know i've been making music for, for the for, for as long as i can remember really but this is the first time that i kind of put it all together in a, a long you know long form project and a full length project uh and uh it's it's obviously a very special feeling i i'm you know i'm sure this is what you hear all the time but uh it's you know it's it's kind of like the the dream coming true for for every artist you know mm-hmm Absolutely. And that, that's the thing as well with with this being the debut uh, record and debut sort of outing for the project. It's kind of the big one where you want to make the biggest slash because it's kind Absolutely. of like this is this is here we are. And it's like kind of your <laughs> the world. But the, the other thing with that is 
there is not as much expectation because that's the thing. People, you obviously got fans and things, and people are kind of excited yeah. at the same time. The majority of people you're trying to hit will be like, oh, fuck, who's this new band? And then it's all excitement. It's all builds from there. The second one's always the most tricky. I'm not a musician myself, but I've been told that's always the most tricky one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, the, uh, th there's a few things, right? I think there's there's expectations in, in you know, personal ones, obviously, and what you want to achieve uh, with, the, with the record and whatnot. Uh, but also there's, uh, you know, the opportunity to have fun and experiment a little more and, you know, you're not tied to a specific genre per se, although we are in the space that we're in, uh, you know, you're not, you're not kind of like pushed and, you know, hold against the wall to be like, well, this is what people like. So this is what you should be doing, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, I'd say in that sense, there are no expectations for sure. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's two things that come up, uh, especially when I, when I got sent, when I first got sent the record, it was kind of, I get sent uh, a lot of music, which I'm very, very grateful for. And it's never a bad thing. And I always try to listen to everything, at least maybe one or two tracks of everything. And I believe if I've got this correct, it was the, it was the song Heaven was the one yes. that got, yes. got lodged in my brain. And <laughs> I was like, I've not listened to any other, the, the album at this point. I was like, I need to, yeah, this is, I'm in. Like, and that, that's always <laughs> the exciting thing. It's kind of like, you need that hook and sync to be like, right, I'm all in. And yeah, it's it's a it's a fun kind of fluid record. They were the kind of, I mean, I don't review records for, for the podcast things. That's two things that I kind of immediately jumped out is like, it's fun, it's upbeat, it's kind of a summary record. But also there is kind of the lines are kind of blurred between is this one thing, is this, I mean, I'm not a fan of putting things in boxes anyway, like genres, it doesn't really help. But it does kind of blur the lines of what kind of genre you, you may be. So in your own words, I guess, how would you describe this project and what the sound of the project? <laughs> what a great question. Uh, well, first and foremost, thank you, obviously. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'd say the words are in the title. It's polar opposites, right? Uh, yeah. Obviously, there's a there's a there's a joke in the uh, the project is this is narrating the story of a penguin, uh, mm -hmm. you know, but um but yeah, I think you, uh, growing up, when you when you when you start making music, uh, I think you just want to, you know, no, no one is like, hey, you you now have to go make music, you know, you fourteen year old kid, thirteen year old kid picking up the guitar, you have to make music. No, it's something that comes from within you, uh, mm. and it's something that uh, you feel like you have to do uh, to express yourself in one some shape or form, and. You know, I think the beauty of it is, again, to be open to listen as much, you know, music as possible. And obviously you will have the, the songs that are more related, mm. re that, that are more relatable to your to you and your experience and whatnot. Uh, but in, in this case, I really wanted to um, try and, and, and experiment again, like with with different sounds, different chord progressions, uh, different melodies. And Heaven is a good example because... Um, Although the, the 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 album was years in the making and you know started kind of releasing single by single, um, Heaven is a song that was written basically in in probably fifteen minutes, yeah. uh, and it was a jam uh, on the piano. Uh, and I was with my friend, and 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 it was just a, a, an internal dialogue that I was having with myself, yeah. uh, and it just I just spat out spat it out, and and I think that's a very specific special moment. That happens when you're completely free uh yeah. in, a, in a complete free mindset and again even though that there is a sonic 
consistency and you know that we recorded using the same instruments and whatnot um i do think there is uh you know that there is there is opportunity to experiment within parameters if that makes sense yeah of course absolutely and that's the thing as well it so i think sometimes i think people uh, and again i probably think more about this as not a musician but as other fans and other people who like music might think about it it's kind of like I imagine sometimes you you can sit with the song right and you can slave over it and you can yeah. like you can like really keep you up at night trying to think about things and then sometimes a song will just come to you like in like you say in 15 minutes half an hour but that doesn't mean that the song you've slaved over isn't worth doing but also the one you've done in 15 minutes isn't worth touching either because that's the thing I've done like podcasts right where I've sat there for days like slaving over notes and slaving over this and then I get, and this is no fault of anyone, but I get the other person on the line. And because I'm very eccentric, I'm very British, like I'll get like a, a Norwegian or like someone from like that kind of area. And they're very like deadpan in their personality. In three years, I've learned that much that Europeans are generally quite like deadpan and like they're kind of emotion a lot of the time. So I'll like crack a joke and they'll just look at me and I'm like, oh God, it's all gone to shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, panicking, but it's not it's just how people are different you know what i mean so uh, to bring that back to kind of songwriting it's kind of like it is that thing where just because you've slaved over something for so long doesn't mean if it doesn't work doesn't mean it's pants but at the same time if you do something in 15 minutes doesn't automatically make it uh pants or great either if, if that makes sense sorry that's not really a question that's just something no no it's it's a great consideration and i i i that's that's how I explain writing process mm. to people, and it, you you said it best. And I think you know it all comes down to context and yeah. and situation, you know, and and you know you you're when you're upset and you're you know, you know emotional and whatnot, you you tend to um, spit stuff out, and you know, and 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 it's and it's fast and it's loud and and whatnot, and that could be like a a, a stream of consciousness. Mm. Uh, and then you know you might want to be a little more introspective and a little more calculated with words and this happens on a dialogue this happens in a relationship this happens you know how you interact with people right uh the, the way uh you know you speak with your friends at the pub uh, mm. might not be the same uh way you speak with your friends i don't know on a, on a on a ted talk yeah, <laughs> you know, you know? Exactly. And, and 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 the two things are not mutually exclusive in fact they both can coexist in yeah the the persona that you are and and i think that's what that's the beauty of having the opportunity to share a project that's you know uh, intentional and long and 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 multifaceted rather than you know we, we live in the era of single 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 right um and i feel like having the opportunity to tell a story with you know 11 13 songs yeah uh, it really it really opens opportunities to again have the joke but have the serious moment have the you know the, the 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 song that takes 15 minutes to write and the song that takes 15 months to write you know absolutely and that that's the thing as well i i again i i apologize if i sound like a boomer right i turned 30 and all of a sudden i've just become like this boomer but right? <laughs> uh, the young people as i call them they're not actually that young they're like, <laughs> on um tiktok and things like that and it's just the attention span of people is like depleting yeah. every single year year on year and you know look, short form content has got its place and that's fine and when it comes to music like you say drip feeding things like for spotify and back music stuff it's an incredible tool for an artist because you can you have unlimited reach 
you know, to a point, you know, if people, if you catch on a, a viral TikTok or whatever, like you could instantly just blow up existentially. But at the same time, it's always devaluing music. But from a, from a perspective of a, a music fan and a person listening to music, it's like, cool, I can have everything for £10 a month, win. Yes. You know, but at the same time, I'm a music obsessive. Like, if I like a record, I would often, like, uh, before I'd done the podcast things, I'd often go listen to music on Spotify, I still do, and then go, right, I really like this. I'm going to go buy a ticket. I'm going to go buy a vinyl. I'm going to, where obviously finances can can afford it. And I, and I totally understand that people might not be able to do that, but it is a hard kind of frustration, I guess, from someone who doesn't do music, but someone who can see the perspective of someone who does. It's like, you've spent you know, like a year, two years, however long it is, crafting this album, crafting this project, and then it goes out. And I guess maybe, again, I don't know if it words in people's mouths, but maybe like back when like 2003, right, when Napster was a yeah. thing, that would kind of feel like, oh, I've actually been cheated. But like, the fact <laughs> that cheated, but you're kind of very small getting paid to be cheated by these big, do you see what I mean? It, it's such For a sure. concept, you know? I, I, yeah, I mean, it, it is it is a, a, a an interesting topic for sure. And I, I, look, I, I am definitely, uh, you know, uh, I started listening to music when CDs were around, and then I was really effectively making music when Spotify was starting. And you know, and 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 I def I very vividly remember the Napster era because it was talking to me. Now all of a sudden, I could have everything, and also random stuff like that you would download and it it was tagged in a like you know not properly so you would think yeah. you thought you had certain music but then it wasn't actually that band that, that kind of stuff it was very interesting but the the way that i see it is that you know uh, uh i remember when i was like you know in my early teens and i really wanted to record yeah. and i was broke because you know you don't have money when you're 14 or whatever cool. 16 and i started you know kind of like playing with friends and I remember, you know, we saved enough money for a day in the studio. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and, and I'm talking like hundreds, of, like a couple hundred, you know, uh, uh, dollars and whatnot. And yeah. and um, and then when you go to the studio and, and you know, and, and the, the recording sucks. The, you know, the engineer isn't good because he, could, yeah. he couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Uh, and then you have this file because, yeah. you, you know, we had to record, mix and master in the same day because that's what we could afford. Then yeah. you have this file and then you have to print it and you have to print CDs and then you have to sell these CDs. And, and now all of a sudden, like it's, 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 it's a whole process. Yeah. Um, right now, like I feel blessed because I make music literally in this setup that you see yeah. uh, and, you know, and, and, you know, my guitars and, you know, I, I, to go do recordings, you know, let's say a drummer or whatnot, yeah. uh, special instruments, whatnot. But, the 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 process between like ideation and getting it out there is yeah. basically cut to nothing and also the beauty of it is that you know in my case i i, I want to be able to to put out a, 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 a you know a long length kind of mm -hmm. project and i want to engage with people that are interested in that regard but yeah. if i didn't care i'm still allowed to release seven second songs on social media and and whatnot and and the beauty of it is that everything is allowed and everything has a very, very low barrier of entry. Uh, yeah. Of course, this creates a lot of volume, but I don't know if I would have been able, you know, uh, in, you know, uh, 20 years ago to do what I'm doing now. And so I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. And I'm doing it independently, you know, so it's, it's, um, it's pretty special. Sorry, that was a very long. No, uh, no, absolutely. 
I, I was going to say, I, I'm a big advocate of kind of the long form thing because it'd be very easy as uh, as a podcaster, as, as a journalist, quote unquote, to sit down and go, so talk me through the record, talk me through this, talk me. but that's like not organic for me, not organic right, for you. Yeah. It's not organic for the people listening at home. And I find it so much more easy and much nicer when we can just have a conversation. And I was speaking to, sure. uh, um, to, a, to a punk artist called Bex earlier today, and I said to her, like, just taking the person who we've put on that pedestal, rightly or wrongly, we've, we've put artists and, and for creators on that pedestal, just to take them down and go, cool, you're human just like me. Let's just talk. Do you know what I mean? And it's so much nice. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to ask, and I apologize if, you're, if you've heard this question before and whatnot, but Rocket Penguin, where does the concept <laughs> of the penguin, I mean, for, for firstly, the reason why I love it, because penguins are my favorite animal of all time. I think love it. <laughs> So where did the whole concept of, of that come from and what, what, what is that all about? For sure. Uh, it's also my favorite animal. Uh, so, <laughs> the, the <laughs> so the story kind of came from um, wanting to uh, tell my story. Uh, mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. I, I, I kind of moved to New York to pursue, uh, uh, you know, careers in arts uh, and visual arts uh, and whatnot. But um I felt the urge to make music and make music again. I took a little break uh, in making music uh, when I moved here a few years ago. But when I wanted to tell, instead of like being like, here's the band, here's the press shot of the band, here's what I want to do. I I was really into storytelling and I really wanted to uh, uh, kind of blend all of the arts that I was doing at the time, which I still am, visual, video, uh, short form, long form and music. Uh, and uh, I, I kind of wanted to tell the story of myself, but also people that I had around. So I live in New York. I'm clearly not from New York. Uh, yeah. And all of my friends here are immigrants in some shape or form. Yeah. And I wanted to tell the story of, uh, you know, someone that moved, moves from place A to place B to pursue a dream, to find better fortune and whatnot. And, um you know, I was like, how can I make this as absurd as I can possibly can, uh, you know, to challenge people in saying like, what is this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I love penguins, just generally speaking. The penguin yeah. is a beautiful animal. Uh, there's, a, there's a story within the story because, you know, the penguin is a bird, but it doesn't fly. That's so it's true. like, you know, you have this like, you know, nature is like, here's, here's your tools. But I'm going I'm to give you all of the tools but one, which is, you know, the, the, the wings in order to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the feathers, sorry, the feathers in order in order to fly. So it's like you have everything you need but that one little tool. And, you know, I feel like the penguin is like, okay, well, here's a middle finger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn how to swim, right? Yeah. So it's like this kind of story of making good with what you have. Um, and then the penguin lives in Antarctica. Antarctica is completely like untouched by mankind, except for a very few stations. Mm. New York, if you, if you walk around New York, even central, even the parks are man-made. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it, again, going back to the concept that it's polar opposites. Uh, mm. And so there is this kind of, you know, a, 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 like layered narrative of, if you want, you see a penguin going around New York and it's funny and kids love it. I have a five foot tall penguin totem that I use uh, you know, for social media and, and, and the kids love it. And it can be as fun, as lighthearted as that. Or why did the penguin move? What's going on? What's the, what's the meaning behind it? You know, so uh, uh, again, it's, it's a story of, of, some, of someone that moved to New York, you know, to, 
pursue a dream and and you know i, I was l lucky to collaborate with like native nature conservancy uh uh you know uh, associations and, and whatnot to you know raise awareness about the ice cap for example you know so there is a layer of um i want to make music and it's fun to me and it, i can tell a story and i can i can layer my experiences through the those of this character but yeah. then there is how can i do good with it uh, and and what's the meaning behind it so that's the story of rocket penguin and that's the thing as well there's uh, the obvious one that really springs to my mind is is the fact uh, obviously david Olban with the gorillas first kind of dropped it is like who was the gorillas and the, you know they they had something very very similar with their kind of visuals and things like that of course but, you've kind of come out like obviously we can see you here like you know and the other thing is like when you have like um ghost for example like who was who is papa emeritus and all this kind of thing and it's kind of a sleep token as well like kind of shrouded in mystique and i think that stuff is fine to a point but sometimes you know I, i'm a big believer right so this is going to sound really morbid it's not meant to right it's all good i learned when i was about 15 that we're all going to die right and that kind of sunk <laughs> in my brain and then i kind of thought to myself well if that's true, and I believe that to be true, then I'm just going to try and like have some fun with it. As in, yes. life, you know what I mean? Like when you take yourself so seriously to the point where it's kind of, as a kid's called cringe or whatever, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like, it's just not, do you know what I mean? But where I look at something like this and it's kind of like, no, but you're a fucking penguin. You're, you're, you're a, like a penguin. Like, that's fucking cool, man. I'm like, you know what I mean? And, but the thing is, that's the very surface. And then, like you say, you break it down further than that. And it's kind of like, Oh, actually, there's there's this and there's that, and it all kind of makes sense, you know. It's really cool. Yeah, and and it's like you said, like it's uh, you, I just want to have fun, man. Like, and and I want to have I want people to have fun at the same time. I want to say certain things because that's my that's my urge. Yeah. Uh, and and it, and if you know, it's just like playing and figuring out figuring out ways where you can do both and uh, and equal in equal uh, quantity and equal shape and form and whatnot and. And again, like it's, it's, you know, it's not that serious and everything is serious, you know, and, and, uh, and it, it, again, like it has helped me. It, I, I always say that it's a little bit like, uh, you know, therapy on steroids because you, yeah. uh, you know, you have this character that is literally telling your story uh, yeah. with all of your weaknesses and all of your, um, you know, uh, insecurities, all of the little things that, you know you don't even share with perhaps your loved ones or your or your best friends and 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 it's like you're you're saying them through a layer at the same time everyone everyone knows that i'm but i'm rocket penguin when there's a performance when there's a show i'm the one showing up on the stage you know so um it's uh it, it's it's beautiful in a way and uh I, I and the narrative when you go deep in the in the layers when you go down the very last layers you know there is this you know the, the penguin is how i think everyone sees me like clumsy you know and like not like everybody's like musicians are cool and like you know everybody's like the coolest and i'm like yeah but i'm kind of like the one that makes the odd joke in the room and no one tends to laugh <laughs> you know and that kind of stuff and, and and but then if you put me in the water you know if you put me on stage yeah i fucking kill it you know and 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 um uh, that so, so I think, and then you know the peng. I am what the penguin thinks he is around you know around people. So yeah. there is this kind of duality of of what that looks like, and and it's beautiful to me, you know. Absolutely, and that that makes perfect sense because, um, like I say, does it? It, it does. <laughs> it does. What, it, what I was going to say is my other half uh, very fondly refers to me as a panda 
because Love it. I like to sleep. I'm a bigger chap. Um, I'm often very clumsy, but I'm also big, beautiful, cuddly, all of the above. Like, do you know what I mean? So it, it does make sense that you kind of make that comparison. So, um, and that's the thing as well. I, I kind of, on the, on the fun element, right? Because I have to commend you first and foremost, uh, because covers are difficult, right? To pick up. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? When I, saw, when I saw these down there, I was like, no, you didn't. No, you and you bloody did. So, what was the thinking? <laughs> I mean, apart from fun, the Taylor Swift anti-hero cover and the Miley Cyrus jaded cover, which again are brilliant. Um, Thank you. What, what was the thinking between those two songs? How did that come about? Have you? Did, and also, the important question that I found: Did you ever get any clearance from their teams to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. So, uh, no. Yes. Uh, so, um, uh, the, 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 so the covers. Um, I here's the thing. So when um, I'm going to take a step back just to give you like the full full scope and full con uh, context context. But throughout the pandemic, uh, you know, and everybody's talking about the pandemic, whatever. I started live streaming on Twitch, uh, and and you know, whilst well, what I really went in by you know into doing by doing so was you know I put my you know plugged in my acoustic guitar and a mic, and that was it. So mm -hmm. you know, you kind of uh, really you know dumb it down right to the bare bone yeah of course. Um, what happened there is that uh you know i was streaming for three or four hours and i was starting to get getting requests from the chat you yeah. know in like hey can, can you cover this song can you cover that song i would start making up like writing songs with the chat you know like using what they would write as lyrics and whatnot um so i kind of like really familiarized with the idea of doing covers uh mm -hmm. per se yeah. Uh, and I've always done them, but, you know, no, I, I kind of introduced the concept to um, the, the fans, per se. Yeah. Uh, when I heard uh, Taylor Swift Antihero yeah. for the first time, I was like, this has to be the most pop-punk emo song so I have ever, right. ever heard. <laughs> and the production, obviously, it's phenomenal. And, you know, Jack Antonoff, like, you know, what can I say? But I was like, the production doesn't do it justice so how how it can really feel uh yeah. so that so i just did it and i was like you know what it, it, it i it's one of those songs that it's like there are a few songs that i'm like i really wish i i uh, you know I, I i was the one to write them mm -hmm. uh and I, I really wish i wrote and anti-hero is definitely one of them yeah. uh and and also it was it happened in a moment where i felt like i was my worst enemy yeah, you yeah. know, and so it, all of a sudden I'm like, well, I'm telling this story, but, you know, people write songs and people listen to songs and people listen to music and find discover new music and whatnot. And I'm like, well, why can't the Penguin even, you know, discover new music and cover it? Yeah. Um, so I, I was like, let's do it. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to do it for fun. Uh, and and it, it was a very, very fun one. And pe people reacted really, really well. And then when I heard the Miley Cyrus record, yeah, <laughs> a song called Jaded, I was like, "This screams yeah. to be, you know, to to be repurposed and re, you know, re-recorded um, again." And it was also the timing is everything. I was I was was very much in that headspace, you know, when 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 I heard that song, and I was like, uh, "I wish this was a song of my 
of you know of my uh, uh, discourse of the of the of the storytelling that I'm doing. So I was like, well, why can't it be? You know. So uh, again, similarly, uh, there was no like big. You know, there was no like, oh my god, I'm going to plan this. Take no, the number sure. one record in the country. No, yeah. it was very much like I'm doing this. This sounds great. I'm going to tr- give it a shot. If it yeah. if it if it comes out good, great. If it doesn't, I tried, and yeah. I was very happy with both of those results. So I released them, and it was it was fun. They're, they're going to be on the record. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing as well. I'm I'm a massive um fan of uh, what I would describe as like pop princesses. So bit so Billie Eilish, yeah. kind of uh, Taylor Swift, um Miley Cyrus, that kind of uh, school and generation. So when I saw them on there, and when I first heard Antihero, the actual song by Taylor, I was like. This is a bop, but also fucking hell, girl. There's some like, there's some lyrics on here. Like, there's a lot of like mid thirties emo guys in bands that wish they could write lyrics this good. Like, sign me up, sign me up. That's the thing. I I think you've definitely given them an amped up quality. That again, I don't think you could because that's the thing. You could have done it straight down the narrow, and that's the thing. If you're going to do a cover, always take the unusual route never go straight down the line or otherwise it's just you're just playing the song do you know what i mean so it, it's, sure it's, it's cool and and again it's like it's not that like i'm not trying to compete you know what i mean it's yeah, just course, like yeah, a take yeah. yeah it's a very very personal take and, and 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 again it's like it's it's also in a genre like it's not like that i'm reinventing the wheel here it's yeah. it's really like this is how it should sound if you know if it was in that space kind of thing you know absolutely Absolutely. And that's the thing as well. I wanted to touch on playing live because yes. uh, obviously when you, when you do hit the stage, you, you are, uh, you are as yourself, you're not, you're not in a massive pain and costume like that. Nah. About and things like that. So obviously I've looked on social media and whatnot and I, I came across nameless music festival, which for a yeah. start is a great name for a music festival. And also <laughs> you're like the perfect booking. And I saw that and I was like, this is just like, this is too easy for me to like make the links here. Like, um, so how, how was that show? How do you find performing live and stuff in general? So, I mean, the festival, that festival is incredible first and foremost, because it's, uh, uh, it's in Italy uh, and it's on Lake That's, Como. I was about I'm to like, say, what? It's like, not, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you want me to go and play on Lake Como? Yeah. Sure. Like, <laughs> you know, like sign me up. Yeah, uh, no, that, that that festival is incredible. It's it's great because they have, um, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of like the, one of the leading festivals over there. Uh, yeah. It has uh, a few stages, uh, play in the live stage with a few like international, but also local artists. Uh, it's the the main stage is heavily focused on electronic music, sure. um, but um, but it's beautiful. The, the crowd is amazing. Like they just love it and they're there to have fun. I I was amazed. Like they they like they listened to all of the records like you know and they 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 sang all the songs like you know you know i, I normally play in the new york metropolitan area mm-hmm. um you know and 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 uh there's a very hardcore fan base over here but yeah. uh but you know just going overseas and you know uh hearing people singing your song and whatnot it's 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 very very special um but playing live yeah i generally perform with the band uh you know and and uh uh wherever possible i have done you know smaller like acoustic and piano kind of situations uh which are post that that kind of came with the uh, the post twitch era yeah uh, if you would um and yeah i no two shows are the same man like i really really craft the narrative for each show as much as possible 
so that they no two people can come twice, three, four, ten times and never get the same show twice. Uh, where you know, generally, the product we travel with a, a screen of sorts uh, that allows to um, you know uh, uh, enhance the experience with visuals that you know uh, I interact with when I'm performing in some shape or form. Um, there's the penguin that you know shows up before and after the performance. Yeah, uh, and uh, and it's it's a fun show. It's a fun and interactive show, and and uh, it, it's full of moments. And uh, yeah, I I sing on it. I, I play guitar, and you know sometimes I press some buttons and play a key and keys and whatnot. Uh, but uh, again, no two shows are the same, and it's uh, 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 it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful when you get to you know to have people in a room and uh, sing songs really, and you know and and have fun. And friends become and strangers become friends, you know. Absolutely, and that's the thing as well. Like I, I, I'll go into a gig, right? And I don't like generally speak. I don't touch on politics. I'm just religion, right? But it's kind of a case of if I was that way inclined with religion, going to a gig is like that because it is yeah. just everyone for people the same reason to come together to have a boogie, have a sing, have a cry, whatever it is. Yeah. And I do believe that music has got the power to kind of heal the world basically without being too preachy on it but it yeah, is, i agree though but I, I do think and this is no i keep saying this i gotta stop saying this on the podcast but people who don't like music just generally i don't trust them there's just <laughs> but like i say that as a fan of like casual fan of like film where i'm like yeah films are all right you know, i've seen some good films but i'm not obsessive whereas i'm with yeah, music yeah. you know what i mean so um it's kind For of strange sure. it's it, so uh, my brother um, actually picked up Taylor Swift tickets for his other half, which I'm mental to get hold of. And he was just like, yeah, yeah I'm sort of just not really bothered. And I was like, what do you mean you're not really bothered? Like, I know it genuinely made me like really angry. I was like, what do you mean? Like, they're like the hardest tickets to get hold of. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he must have said, it's me though, right? He's like, I, I'm the problem. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, that is, that's the way, isn't it? <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're the problem. You're the problem. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's it, uh, I I I agree. Like music, there's no other thing in the world that puts whether it's ten or ten thousand or a hundred thousand people yeah. facing the same thing, like as yeah. close in everyone's personal space and as everyone can be. Like there's no other thing than other than music that can do that. I would say when when I'm when I'm on my absolute uh, lowest of my low, the only thing that will get me out of the house is going to a gig pretty much like I could, be, I could be in the worst possible financial mental physical state and be like there's a gig on tonight well i'm fucking going like yeah <laughs> not I'm that with you problems but it'll sure help <laughs> i might solve some problems for that yeah, hour or two hours however sure. long yeah. absolutely um i wanted to touch on as well do you ever get kind of nervous before you hit the stage what's kind of what's your uh day like sort of the hour to an hour and a half before you hit stage what's kind of going on backstage what's happening <laughs> I, I i don't get nervous uh i love it uh yeah. i um i'm way more nervous when i'm like interacting with people at a supermarket <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of you said that earlier. Actually, to be fair, with the the penguin being out of the water, then in the water, yeah, kind, yeah, kinda, yeah, kinda. No, I mean, I no, I'm 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 fairly sociable, and I like to have people around. And yeah. uh, this is the beauty also of like being able to write music is you share parts of the what, like I said earlier, like you share parts of what you want to say that you're not really able to tell to people's faces, mm -hmm. uh, but. Yeah, no, the, the, now and now before the show, I'd say like, um, I do like to do a, a little warm up, uh, 
vocal, uh, physical, because I give it 140% every time. Um, yeah. And uh, and it's a quite it's quite demanding. We we put on a quite a demanding show just because uh, I, I you know I I, I sing very uh, 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 you know loudly uh, mm-hmm. throughout the the show, uh, and I you know I I like to joke around. Um, yeah, uh, there's always people backstage. I'd say literally up until when we go on stage. Like there's no. There's no like, okay, we need half an hour kind of, yeah, yeah. no, I want like, I want that energy. I almost like, it's almost like the stage blends into the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to go out in the audience. Like I love yeah. to, you know, just like meet the people that are, you know, there and they buy a ticket and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and they buy merch and, you know, and, and, and I love to hear their stories on why they could, you know, that there's nothing as more, uh, I don't know, powerful than hearing someone saying like, you're talking to me like the the i am the penguin like right. i'm like the, this is what i went through and i'm like well hell yeah <laughs> really? and, and and so so yeah and and you know staying hydrated a lot i like to stay hydrated i think it's important <laughs> and uh and yeah always eat after always eat after yeah. the show because that that's, yeah. a, that's a bone of contention for some artists some eat some eat before some eat after i mean i'm not a musician so i wouldn't know but I would always probably eat after, but then yeah. I'm, if I, I do get hangry and that's never, <laughs> you never want to go and do your actual day job and be hangry. That's not great. <laughs> yeah. No, you want to, you want to have, you want to have a late lunch that day, you mm. know, like that kind of thing. It also depends, you know, like if it's a one-off gig, like it's easy, like if you're on tour, then mm. you want to have, you know, a much tighter routine. I love to meet people in cities that I've never been and, you know, and, 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 and hear their stories. It's like, you know, you're like in, I don't know, in Jersey somewhere or Connecticut. And you're like, how, how do you, what brings you here? Tonight? Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And I guess that's the thing. Do you, do you ever kind of then go, if they, if you have that conversation and they go, Oh no, I'm, I'm here to see you. Do you kind of then go, Oh, I mean, again, it depends. I guess it probably depends when it's, whether it's pre-show or post-show. Cause Appreciate you like oh fuck that's another extra added weight of expectation but also after shows like well, was it any good like my general go-to answer when I when they're like oh I'm here to see you I'm like well that's great because I'm here to see you oh, uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that generally catches them off guard and it's uh, sure. it's always funny uh, but yeah no it's it's um if if I interact with someone before uh, I then try to call them out throughout the show uh, if i see them in the crowd i'll be like this goes to you know um you know james who i talked to this goes to you know uh, erica who you know i know you told me about this song earlier kind of thing um so yeah i i like to do that kind of stuff um uh but yeah no that there's when when someone if anyone like whether it's on social media or you know that someone stops me on the by, on the street kind of thing and if they if they literally invest the time to send a nice message or, or send a critique or whatever. Like if they invest enough time to, to do so, I always, always, always try to respond and be uh, as a- approachable as possible. Cause it's, it's, it's special. And it's a, it's a conversation. Music is a conversation. Artists mm-hmm. sometimes I think, think that it's a monologue, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, here's, here's my work of art. 
mm. you know it's like no i think it's a conversation music is socially and and you know uh, uh, culturally relevant if it means something to that moment i think yeah, you know yeah. and that is a conversation I, th- that's my approach to it at least absolutely yeah. and that's the thing as well i know that um some artists can kind of get a bit um maybe what's the word like maybe tetchy about it because i i truly yeah. believe and again we're having this conversation now right and again podcasting is very different to music i totally get that but we're having this now right and this is our special thing just me and you chatting right so when i then release it it's no longer mine like the rest of the world interpret it cut it up slice it splice it whatever they want to please don't splice and dice it because that's just annoying but you (laughs) you get what i mean right so when you release kind of music and albums it's kind of it is still always going to be yours but you're kind of like letting the rest of the world see your baby and it's kind of like there you go and it's like oh cool please be nice to it like please don't like tear it apart and yeah. time money effort and everything else to make it you know so it's yeah it's, um, it's crazy especially nowadays with like you know the, obviously social media but you know people do whatever with your sounds you know with with yeah. with your audio um yeah. i have a song on the album called save me uh which is out already yeah. uh and it's 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 uh doing fairly fairly well and uh you know, and, and it's it's interesting how people started to um, make it a little. Also, that they took a very specific part of the song. Yeah. Uh, you know, that has a very specific lyric that says, save me because I can't save myself, you know, yeah. kind of thing, yeah. which the whole so the, the whole song is like it's like a two and a half two something minute song. Yeah. It's it's literally just like a stream of consciousness like no no dynamic just like guitar and drums like it's yeah. like a punk song as punk as it gets and then there's like a 30 second bridge that slows yeah. down and quiets down they took that part yeah. and they made you know and it, and it has this this chant this kind of chant and people are using it on socials being like you know this is someone who is very important to me and saved me from so and so that here's how we saved this puppy here's how we did this and that and i'm like I did definitely did not see that yeah. coming in the use of that song, but you know, there's people doing hundreds of videos, you know, using this part of this song for that reason. And I'm like, well, it's not it's not mine, it's yours. So do yeah. as you please, you know, with it. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I've got a couple of final questions before I wrap yeah. things up with your good self. Um, and the first of which is so if you buy into this question, the better the question is, right? And the answers will be, right? So when Spotify buys this podcast, right, and I have all the lovely Spotify money, I think you already know some time of this, right? So I have all the beautiful Spotify money. I'm going to make my own festival, right? It's called Nevermind Poly Podcast Festival or something. It's going to be a bit more catching that. We'll figure that one out later. Anyway, loads of Spotify money, and we're going to have it in the biggest fucking field imaginable. So size is not a problem. Money is not a problem. What I'd like to know is what you'd like to add to the dream rider of said festival. Ooh, so, it's such a great question. I, you, I, I was going to say, I don't know if you've heard the context that I always use. I've had um, uh, Andy from therapy. He's like, I want like towels, water, fruit, like all the easy stuff. I'm like, yep, fine, done. All the way up to like saunas, to fucking roller coasters, to bloody like full on monster truck rally setups, all the way down to like the most specific like bottle of red wine. They make like 50 of them a year, every five years. What would you like to add? But someone, I, I think I was listening to someone's interview that you did, and, and they were like, "I want an ice skating ring," and I was like, "Well, yeah. that would be stick for a penguin, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that ice skating yeah. ring." Yeah. Um, uh, this is actually such a great question, and I can't believe I didn't think about it when I, <laughs> when I, uh, 
but 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 um but um i think that well um i would love to have uh a dedicated area mm-hmm. where i could bring literally all of my friends uh you know that are not necessarily you know they're you know not, not fans and whatnot like you know like a dedicated area where i can hang out with friends that i fly in from all over unlimited possibility of flying friends from all over the world that i don't get to see yeah um and then i think one really cool thing would be obviously you know in in all respect and to, to animal rights and whatnot or not but it would be amazing if we could have penguins <laughs> like you know and making sure that they're treated right and that it's not offensive and whatnot but uh you know that the penguin is such a majestic animal and i always feel sad when i see them at the zoo and whatnot but when you see them you understand and i think uh having the opportunity to to, to see and show penguins you know that would Sorry. be amazing we went me and my other half went to um to edinburgh scotland uh in may of this year and we literally i'm not even joking we spent nearly an hour just watching baby penguins and it was just there you go. like you know we're we're 30 and 31 respectively and we just sat there like little children just watching these penguins and it was like oh, this is so good <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing for the past three years every birthday of mine my friends always adopt a penguin for me amazing right nice. so that so yeah. that's what they do here's what i would love I would love to fly in those penguins that I've been adopting for the past years. (laughs) So we get to meet them. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. That is perfect. Um, I've got one final question for you, sir. And it's a question I've asked every single artist and guest who's been gracious enough to give their time in the last three plus years of doing this podcast. And that is simply, what is the best thing about being an artist, being in a band, doing what you do? Yeah, um... I think that the 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 answer is uh, very simple, and it's that you are able to express uh, something that's extremely personal, and again, like that you want to do out of your own free will, and because of that, you get to interact and and meet people such as yourself, and uh, have these moments, these conversations, and and life. I, I live. I believe that living life is a is a is experiences and creativity is experiences and and uh being able to do that uh, like to, to share music and write music and being an artist literally opens a massive highway yeah. uh you know to um to, to jump start these experiences and uh, music has taken me to in the craziest places and the you know the the i, ha- I had the most incredible things that i want to share with you know my grandchildren if i'll ever have any you know and and uh and and so that's the best part for sure there's nothing that can beat an experience in my opinion there's no amount of money there's no amount of like thing like physical thing experiences and bottling those moments uh so yeah that was a convoluted answer but i hope it came across Absolutely. There's a as a, a, a famous uh, British YouTuber I watch. And again, I'm not how show for you, but he has perfect sentiment. He just says uh, everything he does is making memories for the grandkids. And I fucking love that. It's absolutely perfect. It. Eddie, this has been great fun. Is there anything we need to touch on? Anything you need to plug before we uh, bow out of here? No, Matt, I think we this this was amazing. A great conversation. So thank you so much. And uh uh you know uh, uh again th- these moments are special for me so uh hopefully the first of many 
absolutely good luck with the album um when, when you when you come around for album two ep2 whatever you're more than welcome for to come sure. back on i want to hear more penguin chat that'd be amazing <laughs> thank you matt all right you have a good one for now all the best mate see you soon